Hello, and welcome to another episode of Scavenger Life. This is episode number 495 at scavengerlife.com. So, Ryan, today we are going to put on the hat of a scientist. Great. We're going to be an internet scientist looking at things and describing them. Okay. And like scientists, you know, we don't know the total truth. We're just showing, we're giving our hypotheses. And talking about the evidence. Great. But we're happy to be wrong, okay? I'm ready. Here we go. What are different people's relationships to their eBay store? Mm -hmm. Like, what kind of different stores are out there? What kind of different scavengers are out there? Right. Because I find like when we post podcasts, we'll get different people commenting. And I can tell people are coming from all different angles. So I wanted to like sketches out like we're in a forest looking at different creatures out there okay (laughs) yes number one i think that there are a lot of part-timers yes these are people who i think are either they work a job they have a family and then like at nighttime when their kids are asleep they go down and they work for an hour or two right uh or they're retired and they have social security or they have whatever their own supplemental money. Income. And really, oftentimes it feels like they're just doing it kind of for fun. Right. Someone like your mom almost. Yeah. You know? Um, and often these people, these are the people who often stop selling on eBay. Like it's real easy for them to turn it on or off. Yeah. Like they might not even have a store. They're just right. selling on eBay. Just items. They're often the ones that are using the 50 free eBay yeah. items a month, you yeah. know? Uh, and it's cool because it's a really good way to make cash. Yeah. You know? If you have a job and uh, you can make an extra 500 bucks a month, I mean, that's a lot of money. For, yeah. I mean, 500 bucks. Yeah. I mean, like pay a bunch of your right. bills just for a hobby. You or know, that's cool. if you're retired, you know, and you didn't know what you're going to do with your life. It's a fun thing. You know, you're treasure hunting and you're yeah. finding things. And, yeah. You know, uh, it makes you feel active. I think the challenge is just to stay focused, you know. Because like, it's easy. Like you said, it's easy to turn it off. Yeah. Or, and, or just walk away for a little while. Right. Which is like part of the, you know, beauty right. of it. Like Thanksgiving and Christmas comes and like family. I mean, maybe not this year, but, you know, you're dealing with family and holiday stuff. And yeah. And you know, here comes January, and you say, "Yeah, maybe I'm not going to start." You know, s- selling again well, right away. You know, part, so this is a good example when the post office was getting severely delayed in December. There were quite actually quite a few sellers on our forum, and I read <laughs> actually on Reddit who were like, "I'm just going to put my store on hold right. until this clears up." Right. I'm I'm not doing that. Right. You know, like right. We're not. Uh, we we don't. I'm have selling. That. I'm taking the risk. You know. <laughs> Yeah, and, and these are often the people that show up on our forums and they're like, oh, I haven't sold in like four years. Like, what is up with this thing on eBay? What's this managed <laughs> payments? You know, like, I I forget that eBay right. Things it, change. is slow yeah. to move. But if you're away for a couple of years, eBay can yeah. seem like right. a foreign managed payments. country. You're like, what? Okay, the next that I have. These are really interesting creatures, all right? Yeah. <laughs> like the, the, the sellers who are who are also new, 
but they're like super dedicated and they're just like on the edge. I mean, these are the people I feel if they put, sometimes they post videos online, but they, but in their comments, like they're so committed. Yeah. They probably watched a, some videos online about how you can yeah, make a lot of money selling. Maybe they, they even sign up for a course or maybe they just heard our podcast or I don't know how, yeah. how they found it, but they're like super like they get it. Yeah. And they're in. They like take over their basement. They're like, we got 2,000 square feet, no problem. <laughs> they go and they shop at the Goodwill bins, you know, because they've seen all the haul videos. Yeah, sure. And they're just yep. getting stuff. And they make a lot of money quickly. Right. Like, they'll say yes. things like, I just started January 1st. It's March. You know, I'm making like $4,000 a week or something. Right, right. Like, something and, and I'm just like, that's incredible. How? Yeah. You know, like, you are finding really good stuff and you're doing a really good job. Yeah. And... Um, you know, it's cool because they're like starting a business really fast and they seem to be doing well. Yeah. I think the challenge is, is that these are people who also just have really small inventories. Like sometimes these people will post their numbers on our forum and they'll make more money than we do in a week. Right. But their inventory is like 300 items because they're just selling Everything they put up. Yeah. And the challenge with that is like, you're on the edge. Like, well, sustainability is the challenge. You can't stop. And I'm not saying that that's a problem. It just means like you really have to be committed to like either you're always just always full tilt. Yeah. Or you somehow be able to grow your inventory a little bit faster so you can slow down at least a little bit so your inventory can carry you. you Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I've always wondered about these people if they burn out after six months or something like that. It reminds me of the people you see, you know, before the pandemic, obviously, at auctions. I think these are those people where it's a couple, they might have a kid, they're young, (laughs) and it's like they have a box truck full of stuff. Like they buy a box truck full of stuff. And, you know, we bought truckloads of stuff, you know, of course. But then you never see them again at the auction yeah. or you, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't know these creatures I, I'm unsure about because, it, like you said, it's hard for me to see them over a long period of time. Right. And I don't know if they just disappear because they're just getting to their lives and they run a really cool business and they're just not active online because yeah. they're just busy making money right. or if they've burnt out. I right. don't know. Now, my question is, were we like that in the beginning? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, look, right. Everything That's we're what I want to say. everything we're saying right now is that like, we have yeah. we have been these, these creatures at different points. And like like a butterfly, I yeah. feel like we've been evolving and not saying like we're at the pinnacle. Right. It's just we've just become in, and I'm going to talk about it. Yeah. I'm going to self-critique ourselves. Right, right. Okay. The next uh, kind of seller that I see is really kind of the a next step to the people on the edge. And that is like the people who are now big growth in like exponential profits. Uh, right. I mean, these are the people who, you know, they figured it out and then they're like, okay, I'm going to rent a warehouse. I'm going to rent or sorry. And then I'm going to buy like a box truck. Right. Like you said, we're going to get employees. Yes. I mean, they go big because, you know, they, and we've talked about it. We just haven't done it. You know, you're just like, we could buy 
truckloads of stuff every single day. Every single like, day, every single there's week. There's so much yeah, money out like there. You can. If we just had enough capacity. And process. Like, and like process. you said, if you have, because I have one helper. Right. Right now, I actually cannot keep up with my one helper. And he's just but, uh, <laughs> 10 hours a week. Right? Yeah, it's yeah, like, I it's, mean, it's but like, you know, if we had five people going full time. Yeah, mean, you create, you gotta. Could you make $2 million right. a year? So Some people do. That's who these people are. And these people, again, are like a really interesting people to me and again i don't really see how where it ends for them Mm -hmm. you know uh they often branch out into amazon or they start an ebay and then they go full on amazon because they're like oh we don't even have to store this stuff we'll just like buy stuff and like send Send it it. fba and then i'm you know then they're buying like and then they're getting to private label where they're like flying to china and like making there's this one seller, Gil Daddy and his wife. Gil yeah. Daddy and Gil Mama. Was it? Gil Daddy. It's just so funny. I don't know if they even make videos anymore, but yeah. like they were these people where like right. they seemed to be making. They would go to Tony Robbins conferences. Yeah, he. <laughs> they were like he was so like, prolific. Yeah, I mean they were just like. Uh, and then they and then they flew to China and they like were making their own products and then they just stopped making videos and either they're just like super rich right now. Well, also I wonder if they out. just don't they know. don't want to talk about their process because they're like right. I, you know, we used right. to sell stuff from Goodwill, but now like right. I can't actually talk about my process. So I don't know. It's cool that that is a way to make huge money. It looks yeah. like to me, although I always it's wonder about their gross profits first, their net profit, right? Like their bottom because, line. Oh, but you know, and again, the challenge is just being able to. I think the reason why we've never done it like that is just because we're afraid of the risk. Because I'm assuming you're having to put a lot of risk, you know, buying right. a lot of in Amazon inventory. You're putting like credit card debt. Yeah, or, I don't know. Uh, okay, the next. This is almost like. Uh, 180 change. It's the lifer. It's like the lifer scavenger. Mm-hmm. The kind of guy and gal that I see, like, I, I feel the most, like, com- camaraderie. And that's when right. you go to, like, an auction. Yeah. And they have, like, a permanent number. Like, they go to this <laughs> auction every single week. Like, they have a hat that has their number on it. Because like the auction house knows them. They've been going there for years. Yeah. And it's almost like, you know, their relationship to scavenging is like it's a lifestyle first. Mm-hmm. And then right. it's, it's a part, business. It's part of their life. I don't know. Yeah. Where, uh, they, you know, they're going to the auction not just to buy stuff to make money, but just because it's like where all their friends are. Well, that's their social circle. Right. And that's part they of have life. such great knowledge, deep knowledge yeah. very often. In very uh, small areas. Yep. So it's like the guy who just buys like sterling silver right. and coins right. or, you know. Or the, the person who d- just does Civil War relics. Like they right. just know everything about it. And, you know, they're the ones who I'll see and they'll sit around the whole auction. You know, like I'll, like I'll be there the whole time too. Five, four, five, six hours. Yeah. And they might buy two things. You know, or like one small one box. box. Like that's all they get. Yeah, it's and then they go home and I imagine again, I don't know. I imagine that they have like a, a table in their house right. and that's like where their store is. Yeah. And they might only have 
20 or 30 things online at any one time, but they probably do really well because they know, you it's know, research heavy, like they buy something for $5 and they sell it for like, you know, I don't know, $800 right. or something, you know, and so they're really strategic. Yeah. I've also seen these guys where they go to these auctions and then they'll buy not a whole lot of stuff, but quite a bit. And then they have like a booth at the flea market. Right. I'll see them over there and then yeah. they sell. Yeah. Um, but those are really interesting people. Uh, and, uh, you know, the cool thing about that is it's just like, it's just a cool lifestyle. I think right. that's why I have the kind of com- camaraderie. It seems like a, f- it, it seems fun. It's you built know? in, you right. know, they're just like, I'll always do this. I did this before eBay, you know, I'll yeah. do it after. I mean, I don't know. It doesn't seem like they're getting rich off of it. And I don't know if they depend on that right. money. They're like a combo. Like they, they might have a spouse that has a job. They might have social security. Right. You and, know. And they often tend to be older. Although, right. I'm thinking of one guy in particular, the guy that has the uh, the clipboard. Oh, who, yeah. That who shows guy. up to the yeah, auction. Yeah, and like he's like, yeah. You know, he's a younger guy, but, yeah. but he also, like, he'll sit around the whole auction and, and he'll buy, buy two things. Two or three things. And we're like, you sat here for six <laughs> hours and you bought two things? But I'm, I'm thinking that he's, like, so strategic. He's like, I just paid $100 for this and yeah. I'm going to sell it for, like, $10,000. Yeah, know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that, that's the only math. Okay. Uh, and I may be not seeing little creatures in the yeah. it's forest, but these are the ones. All right. Let's talk about us, Yeah, where I think we are, the kind of creature we have evolved into. What kind of scavenger are we? Right. So we've gone through a lot of these. Yeah. I think where we're at, and we talk about it, I I, I don't know the right term. It's kind of like autopilot mode. Right. It's not really autopilot by any means at all. Yeah. But it's what we've talked about many times where we've like been able to grow our inventory. I mean, we have almost 8,000 items. Yeah. And it seems like it's kind of, we, we can't get We kind of like that. stay yeah. at that level. It, it seems just like, doesn't get. You know, we list, you list sometimes no items in a week. Yeah. Sometimes 10, sometimes 30, you yeah. know. But it's not like the old days where we were doing 20 items a day. Yeah. List 20 go, items go, a day. Go. Yeah. Yep. Go, 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 you know. And that's fine because we sell between 30 and 60 items a week. Right. Like consistently. Yeah. I mean, we've been doing this long enough where it seems pretty tried and true for us. We've been through the 2008 yep. economic collapse. We had an eBay store. We yep. went through, I don't know, other years. We've now been through a pandemic. Our store has been about the same. I mean, it's it's yep. remarkably It's steady. Consistent. It's pretty consistent. And steady. Where we can make between, you know, 1000 to 2000 bucks a week. Yep. You know? Yep. Kind of in and out. And, and I feel like our store specifically for us is like not... Lowest common denominator. Right. Not trying to find the yeah. most popular items. Right. Not super, super high end. What we have is, yeah. like when you go to a little small town, it's not the junk shop. Right. It's like the more curated right. design store. Right. Where people go in and 
there'll be old things that don't really have names on them, but they look cool and yeah. people pay money for them right. to like put them on their shelf. I feel like that's the kind of store yeah. we, we have, you right. know? Because we have, I mean, we definitely have, look, I buy china, I buy glass, like, you know, that is stuff I never, ever thought I would buy and sell. And I actually really enjoy it. Candlesticks, weird yeah, candlestick metal holders, things, yeah, like, like a metal thing that I literally do not know what it is, and I'm like, but it looks so cool, right? And, but you know, you think there's right. someone out there that can do it. But in terms of autopilot, it's sort of like I, I'm trying to think of like to look at a graph, right? And you see it go up and down, like right. you just see the graph going up and down because. You know, there are times, like we said, you know, we're trying to open a coffee shop and finish a building and, you know, run a couple other businesses at the same time. So there are times where I'm just like, I, my worker helper still comes, you know, he's still getting through a backlog of stuff that we have. Um, But I just have like 180 scheduled listings that I, you know, there are evenings where I'll list 15 10, 15 things. And then there are days where I don't list thing for, you know, I have other stuff to do. So, so in terms of autopilot, you're like the sales stays steady and I try to list when I can and I never turn it off. We right. never turn it off. Um, but we also never are like full tilt right? because we just have other things happening, you know? Although the cool thing is, is in the way we do it is that, you know, we're no longer, in the early days, we were like some of these other scavengers. We were scavenging almost every day. All the time. Almost every day. Almost every day. And for a long time, two or three times a week. Right. For a, you know, year, you know, several mm-hmm. handful of years. And that's it how was we our were full-time able to, job. I mean, that right. was kind of our full-time job. And we and I loved it. Now yeah. I think we've gotten efficient enough and we kind of know where we like to yeah. scavenge. Where we can scavenge a handful of times and eat on that for a long time. For a while. So, for instance, when the pandemic came, and you know, like a lot of people, I was, I was kind of concerned. We can't go to thrift stores anymore. Yeah, like, are we going to source? Yard sales aren't smart to go to. I right. mean, um, in person auctions are closing down. So, I did some online scavenging at some online auctions, and it was actually preferable. For I me. went. I did it once a week for like four or five weeks, and each time I would buy a truckload of stuff. Yep, boxes you know? and boxes. So, you know, we buy it online. Yeah. And be like, you know, tables of stuff. Yeah. I'd go, box them up, bring them back, put them in our storage. We still have six boxes, big boxes yeah. of stuff left that we've been eating on yep. for the past six months. Yep. You know? Um, and so it's, yeah, so it's just a different relationship and it's nice because uh we want to put up new inventory and i want to take advantage of the cool stuff out there but we don't have to like there isn't like a pressing need because because i've been doing what's cool and the challenge so what's cool is that yeah we kind of have a consistent income i mean i mean again i say that it there's no guarantee right but ebay pays our monthly bills which is great yeah uh the challenge for us is always burnout. Right. And that's kind of why we've developed our store the way we have. Yeah. Is that for us, we couldn't go f- full tilt like this for as long as we have, you know, selling yeah. for a decade. Yeah. Um, we, I think our personalities, 
we need like different projects and that's why we you know got some rentals and why we're starting a coffee shop it's like uh well we i I want so what i look for because we 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 have this conversation constantly um i think we had this conversation on one of our walks the other day where you know you're like we can stop we can you know just do one business you know and it's funny because we always are like well i'd just be bored like it's not that I'd be like, I'm so bored and I have nothing to do. I'd find something to do. But it it tends to be these, like, large projects that yeah. we think will have great outcomes, you know. There's a reason why we're, like, yeah. going through this and doing these things. And, and that's just our personalities. And in the, like, template of modern-day capitalism... I mean, we're both kind of in our time frame where we should be making the most amount of money as we can because this is it. Like, we've worked up to it. This is when you make all the money and then... Then you retire. Then we... Supposedly. And die. So... Yeah, and then you die. So, uh, So. we're not special. Yeah. Um, Okay. The one question I have, and this is kind of the end of the science portion of our show. Uh, (laughs) I've always wondered... What other people do when they have a a uh, it's mature eBay business? Mm-hmm. I mean, I see these people on our forum. I don't know them. I mean, I know them from yeah. just how they post every week and the things they talk about. But I really don't know what they do in their real lives. I mean, they often make more money than we do. Yeah, because they just get really good inventory and they right. must have access. I mean, it's incredible. I I always wonder what they do with their money and with their time. You know? Right, like we've been able to do some really cool things with the money yeah. we, we, we've made on eBay. I'm like, what do people do? Like, when people are making a lot of money. I'm like, yeah. what, what are, are they doing? doing with it? With are they that? just saving it for retirement? Yeah, yeah. I'm assuming a lot of people have kids, right? That are not cheap, so right? There's education there's in college, <laughs> so we, you know, we have a rentals instead of having kids. I think yeah. that that's. Uh, I also wonder what they do with their time. Yeah, you know? like. Uh, well, are they working because they make a good income? Also, are they just working all the time, you know, to make that? Income? Well, you know, so when we talk about these eBay scavenger creatures, I mean, I just feel like isn't if you've been doing this for 10 years, isn't kind of having a larger inventory and right. having like to free kind your of time. autopilot, isn't that kind of the natural way? Because how I don't know how anyone could be doing this. 50 hours a week. Right, right, right. Forever, right. you know? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it's a good question. I mean, hopefully someone who thinks that's their profile yeah. would answer. I also wonder, too, how many people out there sell on eBay for years, like consistently. Yeah. Not like I started in 99 and then I stopped for 10 years and now I'm doing it for a year and then I stopped again. I mean, like, yeah. how many people have stores and are just selling, you know? I don't yeah. know. Okay. That's our like creatures eBay, of eBay. Our yeah, our eBay science time. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about our specific week this week. Yes. We are a good example of the ups and downs. Yeah. Last week we had, I think, our worst week of 2020. <laughs> mm-hmm. We sold seven hundred eighty-four dollars. It was nine cents. It was Christmas, not including shipping. Yeah. We sold thirty really items. Low. You know, it was just low like whatever. Items. It was like we didn't hit the number we need to hit. This week, we sold fifty-two items. Yeah, almost twice as much. We made 
$2,029.60. Man. Not including eBay. I, I mean, shipping. Not including <laughs> eBay shipping. Yeah, um, yeah you got to remind me what we sold. I think I was in... I know that there were definitely days right. where I was like, I got to ship like so many things right now. I don't have time to do anything else. So a week ago, our average price was $26.13. This week, it was $39. Good. Oh, thank and God. Three cents. Oh, you know, and so God. that really higher helps item, too. Yeah. Higher dollar items. So, you know, things we sold, like we sold a nativity set for $140. This okay. was such a cool set. It right. was I believe it was made in Mexico. Um it looks like Mexican pottery to me. These tiny little pottery figures and like uh the Joseph and the Mary and one of the angels had these like metal like halo things coming up. It was cool. Yeah. I mean, you know, in, but I put a high price. I mean, right. that's a high price, but right. I was like, I've never seen anything like this. this I is mean, neat. that was a cool thing. It was just like in the bottom of a box, but yeah, it's like when you go to some cool unknown design store and you're like, this is like special it's handmade. It's painted unique. Each yeah. piece was made by hand. You know, we sold, uh, um, Okay, so we had a coffee m- machine in our house, like a super automatic. You, you like, yeah, Seiko. Put your it broke. coffee under it. You know. <laughs> we you used it, it too for, much. <laughs> we paid it for, we paid 350 three, for 350 yeah. yeah. We had it for a couple of years. Yeah. It broke. We tried to fix it. Just it just wouldn't fix. You scavenge a lot of parts from it, and those are up now. And yeah. then you just put the, like, the casing. Yeah, it's like, it, it was like the the body of the thing with the front panel sold for a hundred dollars now the hilarious thing is i parted out i'm still listing stuff actually because i have to look up all the part numbers and the names and stuff i parted out as much as i could and then there was like the base with the front panel the back panel was taken off like i parted that out and jay was like it sat in our like i know in our front room here for six months literally six months (laughs) um the entire pandemic i was like oh So Jay was like, oh, let's just throw that part away. I was like, are you kidding me? I'm putting it up for over $100. I said, let's put it online or let's donate it. Okay, so I put it online. And it sold within a week. It sold within just a few days for an offer of $100. And And it seemed to be a guy that specializes in... uh, Well, his username was like... Seiko Parts. Seiko Parts or something like that. So So you're like, oh, this is my perfect person. We... Went to Amsterdam a couple times in the beginning of the 2010s, yeah. teens. Several times. Uh, so I think it was like 2013 we went and found like this cool thrift store kind of thing. Yeah. It was a fun adventure. Oh, right, right, right. And we yeah. bought all these maps. Yes. Like I found in the corner, someone had made these giant handmade, I mean, they were so, I don't know. Well, they, so they were... They were a print of a watercolor painting, a map of old Amsterdam. Yeah. And numbered. Yeah, they were limited edition numbered and signed by the artist in pencil. And we bought this whole roll of them. We had one framed. I'm looking at it right now. Right. It's in our sunroom. We, we paid like a dollar or a euro each. A euro each. And we bought like twenty. And it was like such a big thing because we, we had to like find a way to like wrap them and put them in a, uh, a tube. tube. Put them in our luggage. And then I actually carried them on the plane and like jammed them up above <laughs> me. I was so easy. worried. 
And then we bring them home and just nobody, nobody wants them. It was like one of it those. It took years to sell them. One of those things where you're just like, I don't know, I'm not marketing this right. Nobody wants some. I mean, so we just sold the, the last, last one, one for $15. Seven years. To someone in Great Britain. I thought they would be selling for like $200 each. No. And yeah. It's fine. We made money. It was an adventure. But yeah, just one of those things, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, and then this happens every so often. We sold a shirt that I am modeling. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, I, I keep thinking those kind of clothes are gone. Because we that, still have pictures that of That kind of puts modeling. a flag in the time period. It's like 2014. Must be five or six years yeah, old. Yeah, I know. And I look like a maniac. <laughs> Man, there are some pictures of us modeling stuff where I'm like, I was definitely in a bad mood. It's so interesting. Like, we were so committed to modeling our own clothes. Not to, like... Because we think we're models and like... Well, we wanted to show the proportions. (laughs) We were just so committed. We were just like, this is how you do it. I think too, back in 2008, that was like the hot trend to like model your clothes. And we were like kind of doing it punk rock. Like we're not going to be models and find like young young girls to wear these clothes. We're just going to wear them ourselves. Well, there's that. (laughs) And also like the, the competition for vintage clothes and stuff was people taking really bad pictures on the floor. Right. And we were like, that's stupid. We're going to do it different. And then finally I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to take a picture on the floor. Like, right. and it's going to sell anyway. So it's fine. Um, and it just, it's faster. Yeah. So <laughs> you know? that's a good example of us evolving. Yeah. Uh, I can remember those times in our life where we'd be like, all right, let's take pictures of clothes. Well, and it, the problem is it takes two people. Right. So, so two people have to be doing this. One person can't be doing other things. We would go up there and we would n- negotiate what kind of clothes and yeah. how many. It'd be like be I only pile. have I only have the ability to do ten today. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, and we'd fight all the time. I'd be like, "That's you that that photo's out of focus. <laughs> what are you doing?" Yeah, yeah. yeah but um, it was good. It, it made us feel really close to our business and whatever. It's just what we did at yeah, the time, and we don't do that anymore. It worked. It worked. It was fine. People bought stuff. Yep. Um, okay, with customer issues, mm-hmm. how is shipping going for us? So the good thing is, so I just typed this up on the forum. I have noticed since um, right before New Year's, stuff is moving through our regional hub, which was shocking, shocking to me, because that means that our packages have been sitting for half a month to a month, just outside the regional hub in Richmond. Well, just sitting there. Our small post office, the lady we know there said that that happened. Yeah. They were just parking. Parking trucks there. Container trucks in the parking lot and just waiting just and for that's true. to slow down. Because, and now they're Yeah, so slowly. now they're moving. So stuff was moving. And then I had a rash of packages for, for eBay and for the coffee business that we shipped on March 17th. March. Sorry, March. That was a long time ago. December 17th. Um, and they just started moving yesterday. Right. And so I got a message from someone who had a sweater that I shipped. And she's like, I'm just checking on this. It hasn't moved. And by the time I wrote to her, it had gotten a scan in Richmond. And I'm like, these are the craziest delays I've ever seen. But this is starting to move. It's, yeah. it's not lost. And I don't know if eBay is doing a better job communicating to people or people are hearing it. I've had almost world. no one ask. We've 
I mean, it's one person a week who is asking us, and they're not even being and they're super aggressive. patient. Yeah, and so. what I mean, thank goodness, I was like, well, I was gonna yesterday. I was actually starting to pull up the information on the December seventeenth packages and start to file claims because I'm like, if these don't move soon, I'm gonna have to refund people. Yeah. Um, one person did ask. It was someone who I shipped something. I think it was December third. To Colorado, it's a trench coat. It's just not moved mm. anywhere. So I actually did file a claim for that because mm. he's he opened a case. Yeah. So I'll have to refund him, and I hope that the post office right. refunds me for but, that. But you know, if we end up refunding two, two or three people, people, we're good. And we sold, you know, since December, two hundred items. I mean, that's I think good that's pretty good during so, the pandemic yeah no so. i mean i'm happy with that and i've also noticed just in terms of shipping that um stuff we shipped out this week for coffee and for ebay have been moving at a normal slowish like going through several um regional hubs but still moving um and getting delivered so a little bit slow for a priority but Stuff's moving and stuff's getting delivered. So yeah. I think the backlog, like I think what's happening for all the shipping nerds, I think they're bringing new packages in, moving them out, and then like grabbing part of a tractor trailer and being like, okay, scan these. Yeah. And then, okay, scan these. So that's what it seems like is happening. So it's good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're, it seems like the worst is over. Ah, oh, cross your fingers. Okay, things we learned in the forum. So I learned that last week I put out my idea for a chili dog. <laughs> chili about, you know, in the chili dog like, survey. It's like trying to mix <laughs> high culture and low culture. You know, uh, so high you low. go in and you get like a delicious, like you know, espresso drink. Yes, like gorgeous, best one you've ever had. Freshly roasted. Yeah, you know, Phil. Like, Phil hands you a latte, right. but <laughs> you can also get a chili dog with like cheese and onions. Oh, good like god! Two okay, of them, you know. Okay, okay, okay. Two for five. Right. Okay, and we overwhelming. <laughs> Overwhelmingly heard. What was the answer to that? No, no. people were like, the "I don't like, want to come disgusting. to your coffee shop. That's disgusting." Now, I now I will say this: there is a way to do high low. Okay, just like you said, I would gladly serve chili. I would gladly do a, a soup that's a chili soup. I think that's different than what you're doing. I will gladly serve like. People were like, you need a sausage and egg biscuit. Absolutely. So, I guess my question is, and Steve That's different. brought up, like, what's the difference between, like, you know, a cheese, a cheese like, meat. egg, like, egg and know, cheese gooey meat. egg and cheese and meat sandwich versus a chili dog? Now, what's look, now you said it right then, actually. Put raw onions on it. No, 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 no. Like, we're not serving things with raw onions. Like, okay. like that's just not the flavor profile we're okay. going for with it's our fine. food. But. I think there is a time and a place for that, and, and it's a different place. Okay. So. Yeah. I mean, some people were saying, you know, get like a hot dog cart out front, you know, so people can like, you know. And that's, Look, that's like, that's. I yeah. yeah, I have like only so much bandwidth to like do a business. I'm like, let's open the coffee shop and then yeah. let's move on to our next yeah. project, which can be something but else. We, I am going to be the one who's like, this isn't going to be a hoity toity. No, no, it's going to be look. 
We rustic. And we have honest. we have been making our menu, and it's not hoity toity at all. Right. Okay. It's not even none. Like, like, no. like a pork chop. I mean, we're talking about stuff that is accessible and yeah. affordable and delicious and presented well, and cool. that's that's our goal. So I think a chili dog is over the edge, though. Okay. So it's gonna. So we're. Gonna, <laughs> so we're gonna, all right. Uh, so we're doing it. The right. other thing that was interesting. This comes up from time to time in our community because you know people are like they're like uh you know. In America, especially, people are like, "What do you do for?" Mm-hmm. It's it's just like a common. What question. do you do? Like you not, go to a party, you, or like what, what are you your hobbies? What do you do for a living? Because we judge each other about what we do. So you know, yeah. so this happens from time to time when someone's like, "I this is what I do." So what do I say? How do I say? Right? They said they were applying for a passport and they had to say their occupation. And so specifically, yeah. So in America, when you do a passport, you you put your career on there. Really? Which is yeah. It's not on your passport, though. It's somewhere on the application. Okay. I can remember doing it. We actually did our a video work on like, Yeah, I just say video, video producer. producer yeah. you know. uh, okay. So people were coming up with different things. Yeah. If you want to say you sell on eBay, online sales manager, online <laughs> retail specialist, online marketing expert, capital repurposing and marketing. <laughs> capital repurposing. Yeah. That's awesome. And marketing. Or junk man. Or, junk man. Or just call yourself a scavenger. Trash uh, elf. Some people are like just small business owner. Um, or I've said a lot of times there are like check boxes for things like that. And you just say self-employed. Right. Which can be anything. Some people were saying a profit archaeologist. Oh, what? That's amazing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And, and people are, look, I used to like tell people, what do we say? We made online videos. And I remember people would just be like, I have no idea what that means. And you're right. like, okay. It's before when, when there were a lot of uh, videos yeah. on the internet. So some people were just saying, you know, going low. Like, say you're a rag and bone man. A rag and bone. Yeah, exactly. A mudlark. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's funny. I mean, I was like, what if you were, I mean, I guess it's legal and you could call I could say I'm a trash elf. Yeah, and then you and they would probably then pull me from the line every time. Yeah, they're like, like, "What is your? What do you do?" (laughs) Yeah, someone. It was like I'm an alchemist because I'm doing trash into treasure. Oh wow, that's that's amazing. Uh, Yeah, yep. So there was some. It's true. Yep. That's great. E-commerce entrepreneur. E-commerce specialist. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, social I believe, media ninja. Look, that is totally a valid, like, it would probably be the most sense. I e-commerce. I never say anything about e-commerce. I don't know. It's just... I think we just... We I think just, it's a loaded word. I just always call myself a video producer because it sounds like people right. understand what that means. Right. I'm a video producer. Yeah, I don't know. And like, I barely do that. I'm like, I made a video last month. (laughs) Um, But I did. (laughs) Okay, let's go to the comments or questions that people sent us this week. You can call our voicemail line. The phone number is 540-407-8486. Or you can email us an audio file. Our email is thescavengerlife at gmail.com. Hey, Jay and Ryan. I have a uh, question for you, but I want to qualify it first. Uh, I just want to say, uh, please take the question in a positive manner. I'm not trying to make a negative statement or put you guys down or anything. Um, but my question is, uh, 
In the past, uh, many times you've stated how much you like the aspect of eBay where you can sell items online and you don't have to have a physical storefront. You, you know, that you don't have hours. And I, I can remember Ryan saying how she could not imagine having to be at a physical storefront at say 8 a.m. and sit there all day and maybe on certain days maybe you'd only have a few customers and uh, it would be a grind and it would be you know maybe five or six days a week you'd have to be there for specific hours so people would know when you're open but now you're opening a coffee shop which has a physical storefront so I'm, I'm curious what switch was thrown in your in your mind that uh, changed your your opinion so dramatically uh, and I hope your coffee shop is successful and Broad Porch Coffee is successful and my mother enjoyed the coffee I bought, I ordered from you guys for Christmas. So have a good day. All right. This is a very good question. I will never take offense. I don't. Oh, no. It's a great. It's, I never take. I mean, look, we look, put. Look, I ask myself the same yeah. question all the time. We put ourselves out here. So we never take offense. Yeah. Uh, so it's a good question. And, you know, we, we did. We have said many times the reason why we love eBay is because we don't have to. A work at a job. Yes. We don't have to go into a place. Yep. Do what someone tells us to do. You know, work certain hours. You know, uh, yep. all those things. We stuck, can take off. Stuck in a place. We can take off any day we want. Like Tuesday could be Saturday. It doesn't exactly. matter. I could go see a movie. Well, I can't right now, but you know. Um, okay. The answer is this. We are not opening a coffee shop ourselves. Like Jay and Ryan are not like the coffee shop owners alone right we have partners yeah our partners phil and jill who already run a coffee shop in the next town over yep we're partnering with them and so they are going to be in charge of day to day we are still going to put time in because we love just like we love to like put on our clothes and take pictures of them (laughs) we love to be part of the process but the whole opening day to day is not going to be on our shoulders. Right. And the other thing too is, you know, we will be working there. Um, and we will be working there in the first, you know, six months to a year because we need to establish ourselves as like, we're part of this community. People know it's us, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but this is true for every business we've started. You get employees because especially like very good example, eBay and Airbnb, eBay, the first how many years? Eight years. We did everything ourselves. And then we got to a point where we're like, we're making enough money that I can have a very part-time person take all the photos. That was a huge burden off of us. So I can still do the business, right. but I don't have to do it every single day all the time. And like an Airbnb, we like cleaned our rentals for... A year and a half. Yeah. Every... Every single right. turnover, we cleaned that yep. house. And then we were like, let's just... Right. Now that we understand the business, we can now hire people. And for this, you know, Phil and Jill, they are experienced restaurant cafe people. Yes. We're going to be hiring people off the bat. I mean, they already have people who work for them in their other shop. So, uh, yeah. I mean, the other thing, too, is this is special to us in the sense of like, you know, look, it's a business, we're capitalists, we're trying to make some money here, but we love this town, and part of this is putting time into this business, showing up, like you said, Mm -hmm. so other people in our town 
can feel like this is a comfortable place to come and hang out. Right. You know, uh, I also see it as a very different business than a junk shop right. or whatever, not a junk shop, but like an antique store or a vintage store. Here's how I think of it differently. And I thought of this the other day when someone comes into a store where you buy items, they will probably either it's one or two walk out and not buy anything or buy something and then they leave. With a coffee shop, if you're walking in, you're probably going to buy something. Because right. why would you walk in and be like, oh, I just want to see what you guys had and then leave. Right. You're like, I'm here for a coffee. It's like, I know what you have. Yeah, right. like we're here for a coffee and a sandwich sure. or whatever. So so I feel like it's a different It's more model. social. It's yeah. social. So. It's food. I think the other thing is... We may end up hating it. I don't know. Yeah, like it's, we might look, just be like, I'm, I never... I'm open to all possibilities. Yeah, so, but but we, we see it differently. Yeah. If you and I were opening this by ourselves and not planning to have employees... Okay, so that's a good answer. We didn't do it that way because right. we were like, we don't want to do it. I don't want to be stuck here all right. the time. And, yeah. and any owner of any business is going to say that. They're like... I need my employees to be trained so that I can go do the other things in the business yeah. or my other businesses. Yeah. And but, that is the point of being the owner. But, you know, the thing I like about it is we talked about this the first six months, a year. You know, there's four of us. There's four partners. Yeah. We talked about every hour that the coffee shop is business, at least one of us is there. Is there. Because yeah. it's important that for this first six months to yeah. a year that one of us is there to help set the tone. Right. To like, the personality you of know, the If you're not just handing it over to an hourly right. worker, you're right. like... Because we've seen those businesses yeah. and those businesses yeah. fail. So I don't know. We'll see. This is like... Again, I've said it. It's before. We could be documenting... Our fail Our, our failure. failure. So this... So don't... This can be slide number 28 on the story of, <laughs> yeah. of, of our business. But I'm pretty sure we're doing it the way that makes sense for us, that feels correct. We're doing the best we can. Yeah, we, so. Trust me, we, we grind our teeth and wrench at our hair, wondering if we're doing if everything we're gonna right. If we're going to fail. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Okay, anything else? That's from- it. That's it for calls, if you can believe it. Uh, And just, you know, people who don't know, maybe you just came up on this. We run the Seabay store. We've talked about it. We're a creature in the woods. Yes. We're scavenger elves, uh, trash elves. But we also are starting this coffee business. And you can buy coffee right now, broadporchcoffee.com. Or broadporch.coffee, which will... Whichever. That is a URL, broadporch.coffee. You know, so uh, we roast twice a week. We would love to ship some coffee to you. USPS is moving yeah. those packages. If you drink coffee for a living like oh, we do, try <laughs> us out. Anyway, uh, this podcast is now ending. In, In three, three, two, two one. one. Bye. Bye.